jolly good. I'm not Richard Maynard's, but welcome back. Yes, and we're going to the north of England, two beautiful areas, in the Lake District and the Yorkshire Dales. And now, who could take us there better than Max Hartshorn of GoNomad.com? Hello, Max. Good morning, Richard, and good morning, Arthur. It's good to be with you again. And the Lake- proof is going to be in the Yorkshire pudding. Indeed. Well, you know, I thought about this when I was talking to you, Richard. You yes. remember probably from your childhood vacations in the Lake District. Do you remember that? Did well, yes, mom and, and of course, you, you and the famous people there, William Wordsworth, the great poet, Beatrix Potter, who wrote all those lovely children's books and illustrated them about 100 years ago. Yes. And, of course, the Yorkshire Dales, the Bronte sisters from Howard. Exactly. Well, it's a literary uh, feast. And we did. We went to Beatrix Potter's house. So we went inside her courtyard where she had a farm. I guess the, my guide told me that Beatrix was quite wealthy landowner who had later in life decided to decide to write books. But she and, and, Well, actually, she started writing them when she was very young and then amassed, actually, I believe something like 24 farms that at her death she gave to the National Trust. Yes, uh, which, right, yeah. and, and, of course, everything is as pristine and, and the various houses. And the house, her main house, is actually open to the public. So I hope you managed to get that. We did. Well, you know, it was right. There was a little museum for Beatrix Potter in the beautiful little town of Bowness on Windermere. And we went there, and they had quite a little display about uh, about Beatrix. A little bit on the touristy side, guys. You know, not really a, a go nomad destination it was, but it was a little <laughs> on the. It was like visiting the tour, most touristy part of England. But it was fun, though. It was all English tourists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know, Max. Don't I mean we use the word Beatrix Potter as a way to describe a house now, don't we? I, mean, I, I think a sort of cozy little cottage kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Beatrix Potter house, huh? Yeah. How about uh, how about food? Was it touristy food? Or? It was really good. You know, well, we had an opportunity there, which is a lot of fun. And this is the thing I try to do on a lot of my trips. We got a chance to take a cooking lesson. And uh, despite what people may say about English cooking, we learned how to make bread from a, a wonderful gentleman named Nick Martin, who's a chef who, who's, who's cooked with uh, the likes of uh, Gordon Ramsay, and, uh, and he's been to, to Per Se, and Thomas Keller, so he really knows his stuff. And we did a, a cooking class in the Lake District at a place called Lucy's Cooks. It's a neat thing. You can go in there for hands-on cooking. We learned how to make different kinds of bread. And it was a, just a wonderful experience, and I thought the food was great. You know, we, it was less expensive than we thought. I hope you and, ate more than bread, though. Well, you know, we did. We had wonderful Yorkshire pudding, and we had mm. some Chinese food. And but you know, we talked last time I was on about the differences between the pound and the euro and the dollar. I tell you guys, it can't be better now. Um, it's just really getting so much better. It's so much, much improved. Better. Much improved. One forty nine this morning. Oh, that's excellent. You know, yeah. it's, excellent. It's, it's a new low for the pound and a new high for the dollar. It was yeah. really surprising. I mean, I just is kept that twenty five. 5% off of where it was, or are we talking 50% off of where it was? I was having this discussion earlier. I don't know if it's 50. I remember I bought $50 worth of, I got 50 pounds and it cost $69. Yeah, right. So, that's but, pretty. But where you, it's, it's, it's very beautiful. I don't know if some of our listeners might remember James Harriet's novels on animals. He was the vet, and it was called All Creatures Great and Small, and the BBC made a wonderful series about it. And that was all around it. I think they called it Darby in the series, but it was based on this little town in the Yorkshire Dales mm-hmm. where the, the James Harriet had lived and his just his day-to-day uh, interaction with people and their animals. And it was a, a runaway success globally. It's a beautiful yeah, area. In the U.S. too. I remember that being very popular on yes. PBS here. But the Yorkshire Dales was the second place we went after we did the Lake District and did you know, the touristy places. We went to a place which I was really impressed with called Malham Cove. Um, it's in the Yorkshire Dales. You're walking along in a little village of Malham, and all of a sudden you see this gigantic, 
gigantic, uh, just a wall of rock. And it looks like the way they described it to me was, it's like Niagara Falls was without, if there was no water in Niagara Falls. <laughs> a tremendous escarpment, this huge thing in the middle of these fields. We climbed up to the top. Uh, if you go to the website, gonomad.com, you can see a picture of my son and I on the top of the Malham Cove. Just a spectacular thing, you know, going back from the, back from the uh, Ice Age. And then, of course, you're on the top of that hundred or maybe a thousand feet up and you're looking out over these fields that stretch on forever with all the little 8th century uh, stone walls and so forth. Just absolutely magnificent. Where did you stay? We stayed at a little B&B. First we stayed in the village of Bonus on uh, Windermere. We stayed at a small little B&B which included the breakfast of fried toast, of course. And then we moved on to... <laughs> Great English cooking, huh? And then we moved on to the village of Malham, and we stayed in a little pub inn in the center of Malham. Very nice, very nice accommodations. Um, very comfortable and very reasonably... I think it was under $100 a night, so very reasonable. Hmm. That sounds pretty good. And, um, and when you were... I mean, obviously, when you go there... The wintertime, it's going to be a little bit frosty. What it's time of the year were you there? Up, we were there just two weeks ago, and I'll tell you, it was frosty. It was raining. It was hailing. It was slowing. The day before, it had snowed. We went out. But, you know, I love about England, though. Hell with the weather, guys. Hell with the weather. It's raining. Cats and dogs, we're out there riding our bikes. It's pouring <laughs> rain. We're hiking. You know, I love this guide. The guide said to us, he said, you know, I had a couple of Americans came in the other day, and they said it was raining, so they were going to sit by the fire all day. He said, rubbish. You go out in the rain. They'd never get out. <laughs> That's right. You put your hood on, you put your wellies on, and you go out and have fun. Did you have any pub lunches while you were around? We did. We had some. We loved the beer. Oh, my God, the beer was so great. And we did. We stopped into a bunch of little pubs and had that creamy beer. Is it Boddington's up there? Yes, Boddington's is the Manchester Mm. beer. You know what? We also, speaking of Manchester, we got a chance to go to Old Trafford. We could look at the Old Trafford. Manchester United, yes. Did you take your prayer mat and, you know, salutation to the arena? Oh, it was so. (laughs) I couldn't believe what a big deal it was. They said they have 300,000 people a year come through there just to visit the empty stadium. But boy, what a place it was to be in that shrine, the David Beckham's old haunt. Yes. You know what's amazing about these uh, uh, English football teams, which of course is soccer, um, for, for those who don't know the, the verbiage, <laughs> is that there's a lot of places in, in England where you, there's signs that you cannot wear your club colors into this hotel or into this bar. Or into oh, because, 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 it, because people get so wrapped up into this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very passionate. I mean, it's like, it's like Rio, you know? I mean, you do the turn the wrong turn in the wrong neighborhood, you're in big trouble. But, you know, they've really done a lot. I mean, that was another thing, of course, they wanted to tell me. I asked them where the terraces were. And they said, oh, no, it's there's no more terraces. Now. It's all seating. So yeah, it's no... all seating. In fact, and yes. the bench, I asked them where the Manchester United bench was, and they pointed to this brick, three, you know, three-level brick uh, seating area. They said that's where the bench is. You know, so there's no bench. It's sort of a full fortification for each team on each <laughs> side. How did you fly out there? We flew out. We flew um it was it was actually you know kind of a bummer. I'm not to say it's a bummer, but we flew U.S. Air, and do you know that on U.S. Air they don't even give you a free cocktail? I mean, come on, <laughs> well, for, an, me for an international flight. I mean, it was ridiculous. That would drive I me mean, to drinking. An international <laughs> flight with no free booze? Come on, that's yeah. not that's not the way we ride. So would you bring your own bottle? We didn't. We we suffered. We, the, the, we said we're not going to buy your seven dollar crappy wine, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to pay for those headphones because I have my uh, my iPod. Oh, they're charging you for headphones as well. Yes, I mean it was just so silly, you oh know. And the food God. was terrible. That's I mean, I've got to say, U.S. Yes. Air they do have a direct flight to Manchester from Philadelphia, which is really nice. I mean, we didn't want to fly to London; we just want to go right to Manchester. But compared to British Air or Swiss Air or some of the other airlines that I usually fly, that was pretty much of a downer. Max, we got to say goodbye. We're out of time, but thank you so much. GoNomad.com is the website to check it out, and uh, thanks to all of our. 
uh, people today, Christine Eichen, uh, thanks to Sue Frouse, thanks to Lisa Headley, our engineer, Dylan Upstairs, Graham Brown, our producer, of course, Richard Meinhardt. See you next week on Around the World. Happy Trails. Be safe.